0: We want to be your BFF.
1: BFF. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.
0: Streaming with my
2: besties.
3: (laughs) Get up your Rebels at your own discretion And crank that treble for your new obsession It's DJ Webbles on the hangover session Good morning everybody!
0: You wake, your rise, and shine. It's on again, off again, on again. Watch me fall like dominoes in pretty patterns. Fingers in the back, but I am tingling, tingling, tingling. It's what you feel, not what you are. Too, what you are too reasonable, and sensible. There from the neck up, I guess I'm stuck, stuck, stuck. Without your head in even now. No, no, for no real reason squeeze the tubes and empty bottles I take about, take about, take a bow It's what you feel now, what you ought to, what you ought to Then the feel that's in the moon is tumbling, tumbling, And duplicate and duplicate and plastic bags And duplicate and triplicate. there from the neck up I guess I'm stuck, stuck start with all your head in, but no, 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 exactly where you get up is enough, is enough, I love you, but enough is enough, enough, oh, that's there's no real,
4: Good morning, Andy. How are you doing? Morning. How are you doing? You are right. Yeah, good. Welcome to Hangover Sessions. On a scale of 1 to 10, how do you, How would you say you're feeling today, hangover-wise?
1: Hangover, not too bad.
4: Not yeah. too bad. Um, I mean, so you've probably, had the whole day to get over it as well. Exactly,
1: because it's, it's evening <laughs> for me, so anyway, yeah, I, I'm, I've kind of got over that. No, uh, not too bad today. Not too bad. Oh, I actually went out last night to uh, eat somewhere, and the only place yeah. we ended up was in a wine bar but didn't drink okay, and it was so. surrounded by wine didn't actually drink anything wow quite, that's good i mean
4: that's a big thing yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> <That's> good stuff <laughs> cool i mean you're, you're back in the uk as well so that's you right, get yeah. to do one of my favorite things on a sunday which is just go to the pub and hang out and you know just have have a nice roast dinner or something like that yeah, so you're yeah. based in oxford right near oxford that's right. Near, near enough Richard, to Oxford yeah. to call it Oxford, but it's actually. I'm going to claim it. it. Right? That's right. I'm <laughs> going to claim it.
1: It's in fact, I the only reason probably people may know in North America, particularly might know Whitney is the Whitney blankets were a um, uh, currency during the early days when you know America's sort of founding. Really, and they're actually wow. made where I live. So where I live right here wow. is actually where they used to store the blankets when they made them. And then ship them off to the, to the new to Canada and the US, the so.
4: Chile, the Chile East Coast. Yes, wow, that's amazing. And that used yeah. to be like a currency, like a trade. Yeah, stick. they were like huge.
1: And um, so <laughs> my, wife, my wife's Canadian. When she moved here, it's like she's, yeah. everybody knows. Oh, you're talking about Whitney blankets. Yeah, of course they they've got like different ratings, and that sort of that's why they were sort of thought was that's really cool. Yeah, like them? oh yeah. <laughs> and I had no idea that anyone
4: outside of this town knew about them. So
1: <laughs> it sounds like a good.
4: Uh, a band name as well could be know, yes
1: so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's a side project a future side project yeah
4: there you go yeah <laughs> cool so um the sub theory are yeah. a psychopop, downtempo down tempo dark trip hop uh collaboration right, yeah. band and you're yeah. sub- between yeah. los angeles and oxford quite often yes. like, how, how do you find yourself in los angeles on this side of the the world as well
1: uh, so initially it was through sort of music. So um, a lot of what I do is, so outside of um, like being a band and writing music sort of to release in that traditional sense, I also do a lot of work for TV, film, radio, etc. Nice. And of course, like it's always the aspirational hub of the entertainment world. And that yeah. regarded, sort of is, is that the Los Angeles area. So it's kind of, you know, a little bit of, of that to start with. But obviously I also then ended up meeting my... Uh, my wife there so that's there's a, a sort of a love affair with Los Angeles but also you know yeah particularly poignant because that's where I'm with my wife so so that's where I, um things changed obviously during the pandemic yeah travel was sort of locked down a bit so it's it's not been as frequent
4: just before then but when was um, the last time you were there oh what would have been pre-pandemic pre-pandemic oh that long yeah. ago okay so it's, it's yeah but now you can do like so much remote, can't that's, you? That's what you think figured that's out what remote means, so you don't have to spend, you know, <laughs> yes, the yes. dots flying across the globe. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, that's it is, right. what is now, right? Technology where you can almost do it yep. completely remote, which you know, it has its it's a blessing and a curse, right? I'm sure at times, I'm sure you know this, but if you're doing it for what you're doing it for, which is all these amazing it, films, TV, sporting events, and things like that, then if it's if
1: I can if I can sort of let you
4: in on a little secret, is actually yeah. Slightly better for me
1: because I suffer massively from that imposter syndrome. You know, when you're sort of in, you can work away and you can have, you can do all these things, and then suddenly you're thrust into a room with professional, really super talented musicians and whiteboards and stuff. You feel (laughs) a little bit of a little bit of a fraud, and you know, you particularly because here's the thing: if work, if you don't work with session musicians, particularly, they're super skilled, right? They're (laughs) way more technical than nearly all other players right so you're looking and feeling like a little bit out of your depth <laughs> so for me to go remote was kind of eases that off because i'm not yeah. in that yeah. same situation and i i don't feel so sort of uh uh yeah, yeah so much of an imposter so
4: yeah 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 so as as a band the sub theory started in 2019 right which is a couple yeah. of years before the pandemic and they you've released like what five six songs i think i saw online
1: Yeah, so we've got, um, it kind of splits into two, because it was originally just me. So it was, um, in fact, just as I was sort of taking off, um, really sort of ramping up to release stuff, because I'd had as a release in 2019, I really sort of worked on the first EP Mm -hmm. to release just as the world went into lockdown. So it was a little bit like, oh, okay. In fact, it was the week. It was the week, due out the week, we went into the lockdown in the UK here.
4: Wow. Yeah. So it was a bit like, oh, oh God, my goodness. Because my,
1: my plan was to go and play like shows and, and yeah. tour it and stuff. I couldn't do it. So so it sort of, um, it changed the way I was going to do the things a bit. And I, I took a bit of a step back. So I did a couple of things during lockdown, um, but it was very much more um, retro, sort of 80s, kind of synthwave type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I sort of thought about it and thought, actually, you know what? I, I sort of got in touch with Kate, or rather, Kate got in touch with me and she wanted to, she wanted some help doing some of her own music. So I did that and I, and I said to her, well, oh, by the way, um, I've got a couple of things I've been working on. Would you want to collaborate? Because she's a you know, brilliant lyricist, a brilliant singer. Yeah. Um, and I was sort of more of the instrumentalist. So I thought, actually, that's really what I wanted to get to. She sort of was really inspired, sort of wrote, basically I'd send her something and she'd write almost immediately and send it back, go, how's right. this? And we, we sort of, it really, really ramped up. And that sort of, it gradually evolved the sound. So it was it was kind of, we both realised that it was the direction that we wanted to go in. It was sort of the, the shared yeah, yeah, common yeah. ground, if you like, between us. So she's like really into things like um, Radiohead and David Bowie and kind of that that type of stuff. And I mm-hmm. and I've sort of more the sort of electronic um I guess I, I mean start it started off as actually sort of a bit of a hip hop DJ. So that's kind of originally what Yeah, what i was gonna
4: ask you about your radio show as well. That's right a bit later. Oh, right.
1: But oh yeah. Um so so that's kind of when we had a sort of a meeting in the middle, which is this kind of trip hop kind of gothic um sort of feel to it and that was something that sort of came about quite naturally so we went oh that's the direction we want to go in yeah that's why it sort of changed so that's the second half of like the sub theory um that's when we start sort of really releasing a lot of more vocal stuff before it's very instrumental but this is um so uh, going sort of going back to your um original question we've got quite a few releases and you can sort of really see uh, for me you can really clearly see that is a transition and where we're going to is where we ended up
4: um, okay yeah are you do you have uh because I've, I've looked at all the obvious things right like Instagram Facebook YouTube Twitter is there do you have like band camps and things like that as well
1: or... yeah' it's a, a a band camp um oh, type of, <laughs> treasure, trove of, treasure trove of
4: treasure trove of sub theory music somewhere else as well <laughs>
1: oh I mean I've that's just the release stuff I've got yeah. Puns on this like this laptop I'm speaking on now. I've got an absolute treasure trove of stuff. We're we're also working on an album. Um which, exciting times. Yeah, for us, it's 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 weird because I was releasing single after single after single. Yeah, like drip fading. Yeah. Right. It, and it wasn't really conscious like, oh, here's a thing and here's a thing. Because I know now they sort of tell you, um, for independent artists, you've got to keep releasing like every six to eight weeks or whatever. And I get that. And I get why they want to do that because it's a, it's about creating as much content as you can mm-hmm. uh, and to keeping yourself up in the sort of the – the because it's quite, it's quite um, I guess, the uh, a mark of the social media age where everything's really instant. It's like instant gratification. You <laughs> see something, look at it for a bit, then move on to something else. So yeah. You continue trying to get yourself in front of people it grinds you down a little bit i think uh so this is me releasing a few singles here and there is is sort of the way of sort of trip feeding it but it's also a little bit about um like each one changes for me so each one changes a little bit on that journey to where we're Mm -hmm. going to And i think the album when that eventually comes out is going to be right this is us this is the statement of, of us who we are um and I don't know if that sounds kind of pretentious or not. No, no, I'm
4: curious when it's come. When is it coming out?
1: Your album? When, so, what
4: are you working towards? Or is it still? Are you f- afraid to say it because otherwise? No, you- no,
1: no, no. It's it, it's <laughs> it's about fifty percent fifty percent complete. Oh, um, yes. It's it's nearly it's. Uh, and I say fifty. It's fifty percent recorded. I'd say. There's a little bit left of demoing writing. We've got some really... The problem we've got, and I, I'll be completely honest with you, and I appreciate I'm sort of dipping, uh, going from no, it's fine. thing to it's thing. Fine. It's
4: great. Um, That's how the show normally goes.
1: Right, right. <laughs> um, it, it is that we do something, settle on it. This is what we're going to do. And then another idea will come in, or, or Kate will have an idea, or I'll have an idea, I'll say, do this. Or or somebody, or Pat or, or George, whoever else, will go, I want to do this. I want to do that. So suddenly, we've created this other thing. Halfway through doing one track for the album, I had in my head: Would not it be really good if we just, just for a bit of a joke, try and do a James Bond theme? You know, because because that sort of it's a little bit almost. Um, I love the epic sort of soundtrack yeah. stuff. So for me, it was like yeah, not not intentionally to try and get a, the the score you know to a, a James Bond film, particularly but just I thought it would be a really interesting challenge. So we started doing it, and actually what came out of it was actually a really good song. So we're like, <laughs> well, we need to include this now. Yeah. Well, we already do- the, the problem is we're we continually doing this. Yeah. Well, we were working on this thing. Now let's go and do this thing now. It's it's, uh, no, it's, it's kind of like being discra- distracted by a squirrel sort of thing, really. Yeah,
4: but it's nice to be, be able, able to take direction, like right? right? Yeah. No, so it's no. a little
1: bit sometimes trying to rein all that in and go, okay, we need to just finish this actual thing that we're doing. So yeah. So I'd say we're about fifty percent of the way there. Um, art, we've got the artwork, got the um, pretty much what's settled on the order. We just need to actually finish off the last few bits of writing, record it, the rest of the bits, and then mix it, and then, and then it's kind of done. So yeah, we're probably yeah.
4: aiming for.
1: Uh, Early part of next year, so I'm thinking
4: maybe end of February, start of Pandemics, March. you know, pandemics permitting that kind of thing. Oh yes, because you never know what's going really. well, I mean, <laughs>
1: yeah, to you know, happen. Well, yeah, hopefully, but similar time of year,
4: similar time exactly, of year. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: And it was actually quite a nice way of then sort of bookending that yeah, first EP, that era, just as the as the lockdown happened. Yeah. Just you know, almost like is it four years on now really wow
4: it's three yeah three years yeah. now we tw- well it will be four yeah. years in play. yeah yes that's i mean because we lost so, a year if you yes. if we exclude yeah. 2021 which is a complete write-off because we were bouncing around yep. wondering what well, yep. which which variant we were going to catch because
1: <laughs> i guess you because your experience that must have been slightly different up in yeah um, it was
4: it was a bit different right. yeah
1: it wasn't really... we had a couple we had like three lockdowns i think here yeah from memory
4: yeah, yeah, it was definitely. How do I put this? I think it was more. It was. It was. It was interesting because England always had it before the US, right? And then depending on where you are in the US, you would have handled the pandemic differently as well. Yes, so, very in, much so yes. yeah, and in California, I think it's the the remnants of it are still very much right. here a lot. Right. Whereas I think they're not so much in the UK. I think they've yeah. people have just moved on with their lives
1: it people didn't yeah, mention anymore really yeah uh, it's like it never word, happened yeah. right it's only really every if you reference that weird period of 2020 2021 that's when people go oh yeah, yeah. yeah that was <laughs> that was that time that we everybody nobody left the house and
4: yeah it was such a weird cause, time. because i don't know
1: if it was what it was like there but here and this is quite genuine and looking back it seems really crazy to,
4: <laughs> yeah
1: is that you could only leave the house for like one exercise a day
4: that is and insane isn't it I mean I was literally like half an hour or yeah.
1: and, and, and people were saying oh I've been out for like an hour and, and people were saying that they got arrested or whatever taken back because yeah. they were out for longer than they were committed to
4: yeah. So, yeah and it was like it wasn't there like a how far you could leave your house as yes. well that yes. like, yeah, was, I yeah like that here it was right. just, I mean, the funny, I think what really changed it for, for me personally was when you could actually just go outside and not worry about it. Right. And I was like, oh, thank God for that. Because yeah. for like a while, well, you know, sitting yeah. in circles, like, it was just weird for a bit. But the whole outdoor thing was like a big relief, you know, in the end. <laughs> it,
1: is, it, it is. And looking back, it's a very strange time where you sort of almost become stir crazy. and And the fact that that little bit of freedom sort of denies you.
4: Yeah. Well, I think it's also creative creative time. was yeah. it a creative time for you? Would you Massively, say, were you yeah. Just like, well Massively. I might as well just write some songs now. <laughs> That's it. I was like, well, there's nothing else to
1: do. <laughs> there's nothing else to do. I've got um other than what did I do? I I, I challenged myself to do you know Duolingo? You know that I that, do
4: know Duolingo, yeah.
1: So okay. I thought i am going to learn a learn a foreign language.
4: What did you go for? Which was uh, the, so uh, I
1: learned, learned Italian. Nice. Um because my, my dad's side like of the family is from from there uh never spoke the language properly
4: i didn't get I that don't... from hill i didn't get that from the no hill
1: no time. no it's um that's, well, that's a long history. long story okay um <laughs> but i don't remember a single bit of it now and i did it for yeah. a, almost almost a whole year almost a, <laughs> almost a whole, like if you were thrown into it
4: though but if you were thrown into the mix oh, no doubt probably, probably yeah. it would come back and also maybe after yeah. a couple of drinks because i always find <laughs> i can talk better spanish <laughs> after a couple of drinks
1: <laughs> well, uh, yes yeah, so i have that ability like to, to kind of go abroad, and it doesn't matter where I
4: am, just sort of communicate somehow. Yeah, Usually yeah sort it's of nice to have, like a Football
1: it? or something or whatever,
4: so, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right, well, let's get your first song on. I want to play a sub-theory song, because we've been talking about, cool. okay. about it a little bit. So we'll start with, we'll do it in the audio you sent. Yeah, we'll do um, Crown of Thorns. Does that sound yeah,
1: good? that's right. That's the let's... latest sort of single. Um, released it sort of uh, end of September.
4: Nice. Is this the one? This has its own video accompaniment as well, right? it Got a uh, got a nice music video out there. I think yeah. I saw.
1: There's there's a few. Um, yeah. I, well, I found some of them got videos. So I, I that's one of the things I sort of learned actually during the pandemic.
4: Yeah. Is how to make music videos just went right. Out. Yeah, I want to talk to you about that as well. All right. Well, let's let's put the song on first, and then we'll we'll go from there. So this sure. is the most recent single, right? When did that's it come right, out? Yeah. Is it September.
1: Yeah, end of September.
4: Nice. All right. This is crown of thorns by the sub theory from the single crown of thorns
1: (laughs) this is bay area piano
2: rocker connor morrison and you're listening to the hangover sessions with dj webbles on bff.fm best frequencies forever
4: Good stuff. Loving the sound there. I'm getting a, a lot of Portis Head kind of vibes. Thank well. you, yeah, absolutely. Just, I mean, uh-huh. it sounds great. How many how many live shows have you played, and where have you played? Like, I see you've done a um, few
1: festivals and things. Yeah, so
4: we we've done. We, oh, crikey, we played because you've been in the pandemic. You're a pandemic band to some extent. We, right? yeah, so.
1: Yes, so so we we did nothing for twenty um, twenty for twenty twenty, and then twenty twenty one is when we sort of really started getting together. We didn't. We played our first show august 2021 and then almost solidly played right through till december 2022 and we did a lot of shows in 22 um yeah. so we played everywhere from um our favorite ones of fleece in bristol nice. um,
4: uh, yeah i was uh, looking i can bowl, i can help somebody. i can help you here because i've seen a few you've done yeah truck festival yeah. cowley carnival yeah. windmill yeah. brixton Cornbury yeah. Festival, Whitney Music yeah. Festival as well. I bet that was yeah. fun.
1: Yes, we supported. We we get, went on just after you know Bears from the Happy Mondays.
4: I I do know Bears yeah. from the Happy. Yeah. yeah, well, not personally, but I know. Well, he's, no, you know, but, but right. So he, he's around the uh, stage doing yeah. his playing his um uh what am Tambourine, right? A, he's yes. Tambourine yeah, yeah. yes, he is. Yes,
1: <laughs> and the, um, the Americans, So and him and Rowetta, the the singer from Happy Mondays. So they did this thing and they would get the crowd hyped and it was a beautiful thing. Yeah, mean, really hot sunny day
4: ah oh, perfect yeah
1: we came on stage Everyone's hyped up and i kid you not it's like a tornado happened and it just dumped like a month's worth of rain <laughs>
4: What the crowd right the just as we started playing, <laughs> where was this in whitney, this yeah, yeah, whitney? yeah yeah it
1: yeah and we're like what, what's, what's just happening it's like yeah. it's like a heat wave and then suddenly this is happening wow and <laughs> almost exactly when we finished it stopped wow that's so we not like, fair okay, is it Somebody really didn't want
4: us to play Science. It, Yeah, like, what's going on here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. But i tell you what, though. It's the one that everyone remembers. Because they, re- <laughs> they remembered when they got absolutely soaked.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned, um, you obviously mentioned, like, you're somewhere between Los Angeles and Oxford. Do you have any plans to come over here and do do some shows at some point? Yeah, maybe?
1: absolutely, yeah. So um, it, it's, we're always kind of contacted by venues um, to say, oh, come play, come on, play, which is, would love to do that and all the way up um there's california yeah. quite a lot on the east coast sort of in the new york area um rhode island um even up into like sort of bits of canada and stuff yeah um and it's always like yeah absolutely we need to but it needs to obviously work financially because you got right. fees right. and stuff yeah, and to, exactly. you know, yeah so it's always then, been like okay if we can plan it so that we, we can come and do a few yeah then we'll do it it's a bit hard to sort of justify just coming in and, and doing one and then going, you know, unless you're, you know, stinging the police or, or someone like that. Yeah. It's a bit,
4: it's a bit yeah. hard to
1: justify it.
4: So well, it'd be cool to like combine it with like the, 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 the production stuff you do as uh, well. Yes. Have a base, that, that would you be know, good. and then, yeah. you know, make it, make a few bobs doing that while <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and
1: so there's, there's really, there's a couple of really big festivals I'd love to play. Um, yeah in, in particular on the west coast so for, so yeah absolutely i mean not i've always always played coachella but i'm being realistic a bit we are not quite there yeah but to be <laughs> you got south by be, southwest
4: right i mean, I mean that's
1: that's, a... that's an option yeah that's that it's wicked. always something where so yeah, yeah again on. if you if you ever know of any anywhere that wants wants uh you know that sort of portishead inspired kind of music and yeah but i
4: mean <laughs> <laughs> the list is endless. Like, right. There's a lot of options. It just, it depends like, I guess how much you want to scratch under the surface and then how much it makes sense, right. To come all this way right. and figuring out a base and stuff like that, right. Like a base yeah. camp that you can pivot. I mean, from. Uh,
1: uh, don't get me wrong. We'd come and play anywhere because we're really, well, we just love sort of playing and, and meeting new yeah. people. That's for us is, is it's, it's, it's all, it's been a bit frustrating that this year we haven't played actually as much as we would like to have done because we've, trying to focus on recording a lot more. Um, and it's it's really, you, you can really tell that, what's uh, the best way to say it. So you can really tell that um, when you do really loads and loads of shows, you've got this kind of momentum building yeah. and it's, it's like it seems like things flow. And I think when you don't play together so often, you go back into the studio and it almost like a little bit like, strangers you've got to get used to how each other works again so it's a bit it, for me it's always the live shows sort of help the recorded stuff yeah. and then of course the recorded stuff helps the live show is sort of like a bit of a cycle yeah um, yeah yeah but yeah. so it's it's something definitely for next year we want to be out back out playing
4: more yeah so most most of your shows have been like in the uk so far yeah, yeah. you've done any like european shows or anything yeah. like that or further afield
1: no we, we're supposed to do a tour of um Sicily and, and parts of Italy, but nice. um again, Good for the Duolingo like, practice well, as well. Go, oh yeah, I didn't think of that. Sure, <laughs> sort of sold it, is that? This is my uh my language. <laughs> <laughs> um, um excuse me. It's always it, it's it's the sort of thing that and I don't want to get sort of too much into this, but it's very difficult as a musician in the sort of the post kind of even the EU world, uh compared yeah. to before, where you've got to go through so much more paperwork. Um, yeah. it's quite as easy as it oh I, when i was um a lot younger i sort of i did this thing where i, I just decided i'm going to go move to spain and play music so I did nice yeah just i mean spare best... the moment i
4: did right it right. sounds like a good plan yeah
1: yeah
4: i was <laughs> about really? in spain is that was that in, um so it was
1: uh, the it was so so uh barcelona nice. majorca minorca and ibiza sort of brown nice okay sort of back and forth between there so i've I mean, I've travelled like that. I don't know if you call it a triangle, but that area of yeah. of, of uh,
4: northern north yeah. eastern part of Spain ish. Yeah, kind of thing.
1: I've travelled between there by every sort of means: by boat, by dinghy, <laughs> almost by kind of <laughs> by plane, but like a
4: seaplane. I went on yeah, a seaplane. Yeah, yeah.
1: um, I got I got stories about that. Yeah, really, how long
4: were you yeah. in Barcelona for? I so was
1: we out there um, for eight months. Nice. I mean,
4: that's a great city, and it's such a good. Yeah. I just saw the Sagrada Familia. Finally, right. the towers have been finished and stuff. It's yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a of time that's been being built, and it's yeah. it's like the last cathedral. It feels like you know the last legit cathedral. <laughs> I really okay. want to go
1: back. I, really, I want to go back in daytime because I did because oh, that's the problem. Yeah, I did, it was all night time. Yeah. I was sort of I was reversed.
4: You need the sunlight um, to.
1: Yeah. I actually came back to England, and people are like, have "You been somewhere?" I was like, "Yeah, I've been to Spain." And they're like, you don't look like. At all. I was like, because I didn't see the sun, it's in the daylight. You didn't
4: go there for the sun, you know. No. For I was working it, working all night, and then sleeping yeah. all day. So, yeah, yeah,
1: that's yeah. yeah,
4: crazy. Cool. All right. So, inspiration behind the band name. I was going to ask you about that. What's the?
1: Um, I'm going to credit my wife for that because she came up with the um, idea. It was sort of I was originally called the um, project North Sea Drift. Um, I don't remember the reason why, <laughs> but. <laughs> That's what it is. It sounds called. quite <laughs> bleak. <laughs> right, But well, that's it. It was quite, it was, it was that sort of, it was quite, yeah, it was bleak, really was sort of, and, and the music sort no. of I was coming up with yeah. was, was really bleak. Um, but it was, I found that there was two bands really similar names. I think there was North Sea Radio Orchestra. And oh, yeah. North, <laughs> I can't remember the other one. And I'm like, that's way too similar. I've got to think of something else. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about this, and and we were sort of throwing the ideas back and forth, and I loved the, the idea of, of Sub, because it sort of means like subterranean, it's mm. kind of underneath something, it's underground. It's also, I love like sub bass, so that's kind of as a DJ producer, yeah, that's always yeah. what I sort of produce. And then I think she she, she gave me the theory part, because um, it's like, you know, just a good. Yeah, no, it's got a
4: vibe. <laughs> so, under your like production, is the production company under the same guise, or is that a completely different thing? That's just the side. Yeah,
1: project. I, I yep. keep it the same because. um. Nice. Apart from anything else, when you've got somebody like Michael Johnson sort of doing his narration bit and says "Oh, on his documentary, Music by the Sub Theory, I was like, that's too good to... I mean, you can't miss out on that.
4: Yeah, we should talk about that. So you've done a few things, right? You've done the score for Defiance, which is the thing you're talking about, right? The Olympic uh, sport narration documentary with Michael Johnson. Yes. A lot of people know you over here as well. Yeah, absolutely. And then absolutely. Um, you also soundtrack, Golden Rose of Montreux. I'm not saying this very well. Montreux? No, that's it. All
1: right. Uh, so, that, so that was the uh, the documentary was for the BBC. That was for, yeah. uh, it was called Moment of Truth. It was nominated for the, the Golden Rose of Montreux, which is... Um, nice. Um, you know when they go to Cannes for films? Yeah. Like our film Festival, that's the Palm Door. This is the gold, I've got to say, like the Rose Door.
4: So, so it's nice. like the...
1: It's sort of like the radio uh, audio equivalent of of, the, of that film sort of award. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. Um congrats! Like, it, amazing. I was like blown away by it because yeah, know, this thing that I sort of do in, in my bedroom studio for want of a better term to suddenly then reaching out and kind of people going, oh, yeah, this <laughs> <That's> is, <great. laughs> yeah, this is this is going to be like seriously what award. An award. And I don't know what. And imagine like they've played That's, it. On the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things
4: so how the did mark. these worlds collide like did you did you just put the music out there and then people cherry pick like the songs or did you actively
1: uh you know, so like... those are written specifically for um okay. those those pieces because what happened was uh, um some time ago i did some work for well know actually uh, you know match of the day in this country obviously. yes i do know so so they picked one of the songs uh to play on that on the show a soccer, um, it's a
4: soccer documentary, yes, just for those yeah. listeners that oh, yeah, might not know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, There's a so recap kind of a, Premier League games and, and sometimes Championship as well, but yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a little bit of a British British institution, you know, Saturday yeah. night TV, uh, very, you know, very important. And they would, um, so they use a song and of course that's, you get, you get recognised and the producer of that knows you. So in future they come and say, hey, you did this song here, we used it. How would you like another, you know, how would you like to do something else? Mm-hmm. So you sort of stay in touch with the people, and before you know it, somebody says, I've got this documentary coming up. Would you really, would you be able to write some music to it? So you get a brief, which is like here's it could be it can be really specific. You can say we want it to be to be this length, we want it to do this, and we want it to do that, or it could be a bit more sort of vague and say, we here's the um, summary of the script. Mm-hmm. um write something you think would be fitting so this thing was a bit similar to that it was a bit like oh it's defiance it's about uh protesting sport so you want to be thinking about yeah. loud, angry i think it was also around the time of um uh sort of lots of protests in in the u.s particularly so it's kind of very much like protest music so that's why it's right. quite loud quite angry yeah, yeah. So that was, that was it. And then you sort of, you go through a process where you chop it down, chop it down, because they keep saying, yeah, it's great. Can you make it shorter?
4: Wow. That's great. Yeah, It's really yeah. good.
1: You, you make, you've turned a one-minute Just... song into a 30-second song.
4: Now can you make it shorter? Crushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, for the sake of time, I am. Um, let's. Um, we'll start talking about your your desert island discs, shall we? My name is
3: Deuce. Eclipse. Yeah. B F F i said the best frequencies for for forever. D J Webbles. D J Webbles. Yeah. Hangover Sessions, Hangover Sessions, yeah! Community Radio, let's go!
4: Cool, alright, so you have chosen a nice mix of songs. Uh, you went with uh, the Beatles' Tomorrow Never Knows. Uh, we're going to kick things off with the Beatles' Tomorrow Never Knows mm-hmm. and Close to the Edge, the 7-inch mix by The Art of Noise. The shorter mix, not the one The mix. shorter. <laughs> <laughs> what were your... Uh... <laughs> Why would you want these to accompany on your deserted island? So so the choices I, I, I made. So these are,
1: I mean, first of all, they're, they're, they're my favourite songs. Are they? Uh, um, and it's a bit hard because when you say, give us your favourite songs, yeah. like, how many do I get? I mean. so many, right? They're changed. But yeah. these are songs that I really never get tired of. So that's my first thought. is that That's to kind of clutch. I'm yeah. going to be on a desert island. I'm going to listen to these over and over again. So I've got to be really, you know, they've got to really like hit Um, yeah the other thing is that in some way or other they've all kind of been a massive part of my musical experience journey Mm -hmm. um they've helped uh inspire or they've kind of they're songs i appreciate as well as loving that i also look at the technical aspects of them because that's always something get a little super nerdy about certain parts of music and and i think it's a little bit the producer in me i'm always trying to sort of take things a part in my mind how yeah. they work and, and different things so they're always that they're, they're, they're songs i've heard at certain points of my life where they've gone where i've gone right i need to understand how they've done this or you know they've inspired me to get better in some way
4: mm-hmm. nice.
1: um, and, I, and i think so are uh, you going to play tomorrow night. Oh, yeah
4: no, yeah i'm gonna play but yeah i'll but, play them back to okay. back
1: um so, i mean
4: it's just i was just curious because of the, the, the fact it's a beatles song and there's just so right. many I mean that I, one. I, I
1: grew up listening to them, right? So I'm yeah. going to say,
4: well, that one's You're just such about? a groundbreaking song as well, right? I mean, yes, that nothing Absolutely. sounded like that in its time, and it still sounds it cutting does. edge today. It does, is not like, it? What happened? How did this? Happen? It's um, it, it's,
1: it's 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 so. First of all, I, I, my dad was a big Beatles fan growing up, um, yeah. and that's kind of where I I got my love for them from. Um, so he would play these over and over, and I liked them all. Don't get me wrong, I loved I loved all the songs, but this one when I heard it on the Revolver album i remember even as a small child going like my jaw dropping going
5: yeah
1: that these doesn't sound noises. like any other Man. song i've ever heard before it's got this backwards sort of sound like seagulls although apparently they're laughing it's, it's yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. them laughing and there's all these tape loops going in and out um backwards guitar and there's this really super nerdy tone right in the very middle of the song which marks the middle point of the song i think yeah. it's like one minute 49 and that's before we've even talked about the vocal which which um if you look into the sort of history of it is it's he wanted to rep, um, replicate tibetan monk um you know with the voices all sort of going around yeah. so, they, so they put the the microphone through a leslie speaker which is a rotating speaker so that's why it's got that weird effect where it's kind of panning left and right and you're not it's really same, sure yeah. where it's coming from and then the actual content, the lyrics is, I think, is really amazing because yeah, they're, they're, they're from it's from the Tibetan Book of the Dead. All the lyrics are about are um, um, like you're the, well, if you I've, I read the Tibetan Book of the Dead at one point or I tried to read it. It's about <laughs> it's about the transition from from life to death and and kind really? of about the death of ego and and all that kind of stuff. And it's really about I mean, it opens up with what I think is one of the greatest. Um, set of lines you know turn off your mind relax and float downstream which is also the first lines of timothy leary's book the psychedelic experience which is taken from the tibetan book of the dead and for me that's always been a very comforting thing that no matter what's going on in your life turn off your mind relax and float Mm -hmm. downstream and just kind of you know go with the flow a little bit
4: yeah no no good stuff man did you what side of the aisle are you on in terms of the documentary the get back documentary did you enjoy it i, I have some uh, artists <laughs> yeah. have been on this show that were like i couldn't watch right. it it's too, it was too much it was too honest for me <laughs> um
1: I've ne- so I, so i've never seen the original let it be footage which apparently it doesn't they don't come across very well i've never seen that i only saw this and i actually watched it and went they didn't seem to get on that badly at all. Because at part yeah. this point, they're like in, in civil war and they're kind of just about yeah. to sort of split up, basically. Um And I sort of watched it and went, they're just like four lads that are... Yeah,
4: like, make, trying to make it work.
1: Happened, right? All this madness has happened around them. This is four people trying to make music and they're sort of coming to the end of their, their journey together. And I think it's a little bit... It's yeah. a little bit poignant, I think, from that that respect.
4: Yeah. 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 I, I loved it. I mean, it's just a really bloody long documentary, but it was worth it. <laughs> yes, I mean, yes. why not watch Nine Hours of Beatles when you've never had a chance to really see them? Well, before. that's the thing. That's the thing. Most of my like, really... Christmas watching it. Yeah. No, me too. Me too. <laughs> and at times I'm thinking, okay, if I hear
1: this same song, because they keep going through loads of the same song, and you go, yeah. okay. Just go to something else. Now, can you play a different song? <laughs> so you find yourself getting it's a little Just walk cool. away for a bit, right. yeah. Right.
4: right, Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get these on then. So we've got um Ryan Never Knows, The Beatles, and Close to the Edge, The Art of Noise, the shorter version, much shorter version. shorter, yeah. <laughs> cool all right so you just heard um andy's first two desert island songs very nice and you, these are all your choices right andy or did you choose one all of my choices the band? Yeah. okay cool so no, i a... very selfishly chose yep oh that's no, all good so as a band do you do you have listening sessions i mean you obviously get together right in the flesh you're not doing all this like remotely is there is the rest of whitney sorry Whitney—that's about another band. Is the is the rest of the sub theory? That's my side Whitney? project. That's, <laughs> Whitney
1: is my side project. Don't forget. Um, yes, they are. So, so they're just. It's not too far away from me now. Oh, perfect. um So, yeah, we 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 sort of regularly catch up. um I Tend to talk more about football and music generally, but we do a lot of the music sharing, sort of over, you know, WhatsApp or or messenger or something like that. We're just like, oh, here's a thing. Have you yeah. seen this? Um, as I said, Kate's really a uh,
4: big Radiohead fan. Nice. Have so, you seen them a couple of times as well? Yeah. yeah so well, I haven't seen think... the whole band live, which is the whole band, sacrilegious. Oh, I've only seen Tom do his it's, solo tour.
1: It's, um, it, the thing that everybody always talks about here in, in, in Oxford <coughs> is the, the famous sort of South Park. Um, South Park, sorry, not, not to be confused with the, see, the cartoon. Um, in Oxford, <laughs> they did the big homecoming show oh,
4: fantastic! Yeah, I took over this whole
1: of the, whole of the park and sort of played there, and everybody seems claim it's a bit like you know everybody claims they went to Woodstock or yeah, you know, they're, they're, you know whatever they, it's everybody it's like a homecoming for them. There. It's like we well, can yeah. possibly all of you be there? Yeah. <laughs> it's like,
4: but it was an amazing show, so, yeah. Incredible, yeah. No, I'd love to see them. I've just watched a documentary about them, actually, the other day, and that was really oh, yeah. cool. Watching them do, I can't know, don't know, I don't know how exactly how pronounced the song, Fast or Up, is it? From In, Rain, in Rainbows? And it's just yes. him and um, the guitarist, who I'm blanking on now. It's not Eddie, is uh, it? It's uh, the other guy. Johnny Greenwood? Jo- Johnny, yeah. Him and Johnny, like Tom and Johnny, just on a hill, I think in Oxford, playing, like, very early in the morning. And just playing this song live and it sounds absolutely incredible. I mean, it just gave me the truth chills watching it. I was like, Yep, right. I need to put that in the show sometime if I can get yeah, somewhere. <laughs> I might even start <laughs> this show with it if, oh, if, well, that's a good
1: idea. Yeah. if all goes yeah. to
4: plan. Seems appropriate. Okay. So uh music video-wise. So you you do a lot of amazing visuals with the the music as well that you release. I was watching one that's like a cartoony kind of Dick mm-hmm. kind of vibe, which I really enjoyed as well. So yeah. Like, did that come about as a result of the pandemic, or was, was that always the intention with with releasing the music? Was getting these awesome, awesome um, out there as well?
1: It's I think it's a bit of necessity in during the pandemic. It's yeah, it's, you need something visually to put your music out there, you know, just to kind of even just hold somebody's attention whilst you're sort of playing their music. Um, it's also sort of and we talked about before is that whole idea of creating content, um, and it's really hard when you sort of you know you knock down or you can't particularly get everybody together at the same time yeah. to, to to create this. So it's really, I sort of taught myself how to make videos, really. Um, it's something I've always really been interested in, but never really tried it. Always felt like, oh, that's a thing that professional video people make. You know, now I feel like I'm taking their trade <laughs> away from them. I'm unhappy though. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. And that's what it started as. It's like, I'm just going to give this a try. See so him do it. Yeah. And I actually learned, realized that, oh no, actually, I'm, I, I really enjoy this. This is one of the parts that I almost, I don't quite enjoy it as much as making the music, but almost as much as. So for me, it's always been a, a thing is, when I write the music, I've always got something visual in my head. That's how, Yeah. Um, and that's a little bit why I've always wanted to do stuff for TV and film, et cetera, because that's how I write music is thinking right if this was in a film or this was in a tv show that's the bit of music i'm writing for yeah yeah um so this is me sort of trying to make my own little tv films or my own you know whatever uh visual to go along with what i can see in my head um so i did a lot of stuff using um found footage bits of stuff that i have sort of found on the internet or was copyright free first and foremost i'm not just yeah, in case anyone's watching this or yeah, yeah, this,
5: yeah
1: i'm not stealing anything from anyone um <laughs> and then i realized that there's a whole possibility of i can create my own footage but actually um using little bits of ai i can turn it into to animations
5: yeah so i started amazing. doing that messing
1: around with it and i sort of made these tiny little bits and then i sort of make you know make them into a little narrative of my yeah. own so instead of having to try and find stuff to fit it kind of make my own
4: oh it's fantastic i mean there is there's so many benefits to to the ai side of things has it it influenced a lot of your more recent production are you doing yes because it's it's important to balance it right but yeah it's just so much out there you can do now with it it's such a ridiculously powerful tool it, it, i was on chat I'm, 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 the other day trying to find some descriptions oh, for stuff and it's like no i want better i want a better description than that right, you just literally right. click a refresh button and it gives you yeah. a complete so different- you have
1: to train it it's a little bit like a dragon in that you have to train it to do what you want in a tone um, of you know like yeah, yeah. And you have to say you are this particular thing i want you to do you ask me questions yeah. that you need to know in order to write this and then it sort of asks you to come back load of stuff and then you go, now go write it whatever so uh, so it, i've not used ai in any music so that's yeah something i'm uh, sounds really bad because i'm i um, using it for art but for me that's the bit i really want to do i want to keep kind of control of that <clears throat> that has to come from a human
5: yeah
1: one of the better term um but also i think a little, uh, you know i, I, know I don't want to talk too long about ai because i could talk all night about <laughs> it. i think there is there is pros and cons with it, and it's about how you use it. It's a tool yeah. that you can use to to achieve something, but you can't use it to take away the human element. You can't take it use it to take away the soul of something. That's the mm-hmm. bit that, that makes it different. Us humans are the creative, inspiration um, behind the art. Right. We don't use this as a tool, right? So that's mm-hmm. the the bit for me. I've, I've always been really clear on
4: yeah yeah it's interesting i was reading about sam altman and him being kind of ditched from open right, ai right and that's i think at the core of it is you know where yeah. you know where do you draw a line with it all and there's right. i think that's the problem that they're having even within open ai
1: it's right i mean
4: out, like what you know
1: that's all sort of unfolding now isn't it it feels like i think half of them have, have resigned as well or so yeah. he knows yeah, where that's going all, yeah. he's and he's
4: now trying to come back and try and right. figure it out so yeah we'll see what happens next all right so let's get uh cut to black on then because that is that with that video right that has a yep. really kind of interesting sort of themed just go and watch it online everybody because it's fantastic <laughs> so this is cut to black uh when was this released andy this was um march back in march yeah nice. uh this year march twenty
1: twenty-three
4: yeah good stuff all right cool here we go cut to black by the sub theory you're listening to bff.fm best frequencies forever hangover sessions and dj
6: webbles with tim marco
2: Mind control will take its toll behind the picket fence.
4: lovely stuff cut to black everybody by the sub theory um so to, just to remind everybody the way you spell the sub theory is it's one word sub theory and uh that's the beginning and um we are going to talk about uh i want to talk a little bit about your you've got your own radio show andy yes
1: i do called yeah.
4: electropod how frequent is this and where do we where does where do we listen to this uh
1: so that goes out it, it, it in theory it's every um fortnight uh on windrush nice. radio which is a a, a local station it's Windrush. um yes yeah nice. so um what's the radio station called sorry i didn't uh, catch it it's called windrush radio windrush nice yeah. okay and cool. after the river that runs out the back of here yeah yeah um it's supposed to be every fortnight, although I've sort of put it on a hiatus because I haven't really had much time, and um they, they're very busy with festivals and stuff. They do they go to all festivals and, and do live shows from there. So I'd always go and there's no show this week because yeah, we're at this festival. I I'd, I'd recorded all through the pandemic. I did like a pre-record show every sort of two weeks and sent it. I, I, did, I didn't like that as much as doing it live. Yeah, on the radio something nice it, about doing it live, isn't yeah, it? Absolutely. So I. So I, I thought I could do that this time, but I'm going to put it on hiatus for a little while because I've got I want to finish the album and do this, that, and the other. So I think it's probably going to come back next year. Um, nice. So just temporarily, it's it's on hold. Okay. Um, I also do another stupid little um, radio show now with a couple of other mates who are um, one's a soul DJ and the other guy Dave just sort of turns up and throws the old comment in. You know, it's a <laughs> bit of a it's a sort of a it's an old. Um, it's about old school, like, hip-hop, sort of from the 80s. Oh, cool. Uh, Where it all
4: started, 90s. right? Was it 80s, well, early 80s? Yeah,
1: yeah. So, so it's that sort of thing. And it's a bit of a – it's not a very serious show. We, we basically go on there and just um, rip it out of each other. Um, <laughs> usually about, like, how old we've got, like, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And how my friend Daniel has the inability to turn the faders down on any of the mixes that he does. He de- I, I often DJ with him out places and he has this habit when one record finishes he'll just leave the fader up and the needle knocking against the thing and it drives me insane i'm always going <laughs> take the needle <laughs> off the thing um, so it's usually that and then one time not so not so long ago he had left the fader up and i didn't realize we we're talking and um not being massively complimentary about somebody and then look down and go the mic's left.
4: <laughs> oh no that's the worst <laughs> The worst. It's like texting someone, uh, right. texting the person that you're talking about, and it. I oh mean, yes. it's just. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. The most painful. Oh boy. So do you do do you do a lot of DJ outside of all it because you're obviously you know multi talented, multifaceted. <laughs> you do the production side of things, and then you you know you're doing the band. Do you do DJ's? Um, so I, I haven't I don't I
1: haven't dj very much recently. Um, I kind of retired um, officially about ten years ago. So I dj all the time. Every, yeah. like I, I DJ.
4: great great gig isn't it i
1: mean yeah absolutely really. uh, um i did some really good shows and for some really good people um and i did it for probably about uh, almost i guess 15 years um and then went i'm really tired of doing this now yeah
4: yeah can be, um, that's why I that's asked, why i like doing the radio because you don't have to buy well, the like, audience as much right I, I like ten thousand records and i wow i, I was i, I
1: carry them everywhere. And I just went, I, I can't do this anymore.
4: Do you still um, have them, the records?
1: No, I sold them all. You did? Um, and as soon as I gave up DJing, and as soon as I sold the records, I went, I missed those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I really missed DJing. Um, and I've sort of f- fought the urge. I've gone back and I've done a couple of um, bits. Um, and I DJ, you know, usually people suck, suck me in because they'll say, oh, this is things for charity. And I go, okay. I'll come yeah i I'll time to do it for charity um but i'm always getting asked what are you doing a year what are you doing like christmas what are you doing this day to come dj and I'm like and I, I always go well that'd be good and then i remember that <laughs> i'll say yes and i'll instantly regret
4: it yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, have you ever been asked to do a wedding yes i've done a wedding
1: oh yeah. my god that's like <laughs>
4: The you def, have you know, to do
1: requests, to be, requests as well. To, to be honest, it's one of the things that maybe give up DJing. Yeah, um, because sort of you venturing get, into territory. You know? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. you don't get you don't just get re- requests like you get. So you're playing something because you've got to try and play something that fits all age groups, right? Because you want everybody to have a good time because it's a wedding and you've got all the family there, kids all the way up to the great grandparents in some cases. Yeah, and then you'll know that nobody will ever agree on what's good music, right? <laughs> So you're playing something, and everyone's dancing, and then they'll come up. To somebody guarantees somebody will come up to you and go, "Play something everyone can dance to." And like <laughs> everyone is dancing, <laughs> or they'll say, "Oh, um, my favourite one." I did a bit of DJing. Okay, do you think I can have a go? No. Oh <laughs> boy! Yeah. yeah. It's like I, I don't understand why Like, would you like any other job? Would you? Um, have anybody come up to you going, I used to do this. Can, can I have a go? Like, you know, so you're like, digging in a, a road, train right. driver. Well, right, I used to do this. Drive. Can I drive the train? Yeah. You're like, no. <laughs> so, yeah.
4: Amazing. All right. Well, let's get your next two Desert Island songs on. We've got Rhodes, Portishead from the classic Dummy album and then yeah. Hymn of the Big Wheel. Have you seen, presumably you've seen both of these bands as well, All right? You're a, um, you're a live music goer yourself. as I, well I as am. performing.
1: I confession time. I've never seen either of them. Um, really? I've always wanted to. And first of all, I mean, what is it? Don't play live. They they did, came back to did one thing recently True, yeah. for a charity for I think for War Child. I think it was. Um, and of course, everyone got tickets. So yeah, couldn't get tickets for that. Um, massive Attack are always promising, and, and like every time they 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 come back, I'm like, I'm going to go and see them this time. I'm going to see them. And I know. Like loads of people that have seen them many, many times. And like, I can't believe you've not seen them. It's like, I've, because I was always playing shows myself, if I'm not playing shows, I'm I'm you know, trying to go to shows. So it never yeah. quite aligned. So it's always, it's always a regret that I've never seen either of them live. Um, I'm probably not going to see what Portis said because they're probably never going to.
4: Right. Live. It's going to be a tough one. Yeah. But massive attack, um, you should be able to see. Massive attack. They always threaten they're going
1: to come back. And somebody's. Yeah. I saw something the other day that they were talk about possibly a new album, which obviously means they probably will tour again. I want to go and see them, so so yes, that's a regret.
4: Yeah, make really, sure you go. Yeah, so I think you'd right. really. I mean, especially with the the music that Sub Theory are, are doing as well. Right. Like you right. know, just being able to see a show of Massive Attacks, like it's mesmerizing. You just right. you end up. You kind of forget they're playing live in a funny kind right. of way and just watch all of the messages on the screen. Well, and that's the thing.
1: That's the thing. Like, and that's very much what I've always wanted to do. That's the, the model I've always had is that kind of engagement of... I mean, I think yeah. 3D has always been a bit of a hero um, of mine. Um, I think he's... Uh, I don't, well, don't say this about a lot of people. I think he's genius in, in terms of what Is he, he, he Banksy does. as well? Wow. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <I don't> know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a very good question because everybody always says, No, 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 it sounds, but my favorite one was when they'd said it's, um, what's his name from that kid's show, art Attack? Neil B. Cannon,
4: is it? Oh, yeah, they always say,
1: No, he's really Banks. So it's like, Come on, <laughs> Come on.
4: <laughs> he's out there somewhere. It's just so curious about him, yeah. I do love that whole thing though, like, I mean. It, I'm just spitballing again here, but like the sub theory could be like a unknown band, you know, you don't know who they are, but it's just the whole vibe of it I love. Like, I don't know if you know a band called Salt, I'm sure you've heard of Salt before. Salt, yes, yes, and yeah. like no one really knows who they are, they didn't at least right. until recently. And the the shit they bring out is just insane. Like, I'm like, what is going on here? Like, but I've they, always loved no one knows who I've they
1: are, yeah. and I've always loved that sort of it, almost like conscious anonymity. Yeah, it's like we just want the music. You have to worry to about kind of... the limelight as much either. Then. Right. <laughs> Daft Punk, yeah. for example. Daft Punk, yeah. um Burial was also very good. Nobody, yeah. he was. um And I think there's a little bit of mystique, and I think that's what's missing from a lot of bands in this sort of yeah social media age. Is that every, you have you know you know what people have for breakfast. You know you know you know what, right. kind of what they're selling. Everything they're wearing, they're selling basically. Yeah. And I just sometimes I wish there was like that mystique where you go. I like them and I don't need to know a thing about them.
4: You know what I mean? (laughs)
5: Exactly.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, Just dig their music. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's get these on then before we, it's funny, we like introduce the songs and then we go off on various tangents, which is great. I love it. Uh, Rhodes, Portishead by Dummy, sorry, from the album Dummy by Portishead, and then Hymn of the Big Wheel. And this is from Blue Lions by Massive Attack. Enjoy these, everybody. Thanks, Andy.
2: Hello and welcome. This is San Francisco indie musician and wannabe voiceover artist Megan Slankard. You're listening to Hangover Sessions with DJ Webbles. New shows are available every other Sunday on BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. Now is the part where one would talk really fast at the end of a commercial. Ask your doctor if they're also listening to hangover sessions. Symptoms may include, but are not limited to, uncontainable joy, an increased appetite for vinyl record collecting, or starting a band in your garage. Something, something about Nevada.
3: Day. The earth spins on its axis One man struggles while another relaxes We sang about the sun and danced among the trees, And we listened to the whisper of the city on the breeze Will you cry the most in a lead-free zone Down within the shadows Where the factories drove On the surface of the wheel They build another town And so the green come tumbling down Yes, close your eyes And hold me tight And I'll show you sunset Sometime again The big wheel keeps on turning On a simple line body The earth spins on its axis. One man struggle while another relaxes. Watch from the skies. An acid drop of rain recycled from the sea. It washed away my shadow, burnt a hole in me. And all the king's men cannot put it back again. But the ghetto soil will nature lie. Simple line, the body. The earth speeds on its axis. One man struggles while another relaxes. The big wheel keeps on turning. On a simple line, the body. The earth speeds on its axis one man struggle while another relaxes the big wheel keeps on turning on a simple line, day by day the earth spins on its axis one man struggle while another relaxes.
4: All right, you just heard uh, Road by Portishead from the album Dummy and Hymn of the Big Wheel by Massive Attack from Blue Lines. Hope you enjoyed both of those. Thank you, Andy. So I don't know if you know this, but a band that's been on this show a couple of times, also from the Bay Area, Newspell Music. Are, are you familiar New with Newspell? New
1: no, I'm no. they're,
4: uh, they're followers of you all the way from really? over here, back in the UK. And, uh, I, can, can, you sp- show, can you spell it for me? Newspell Music. It's two different separate words new and new then spell. music if you just look for new spelled music you'll find them um, they're banned but they've got a kind of similar electronic kind of vibe and I just okay. thought oh I just thought it was a nice serendipitous I wasn't sure if you knew them but I thought it'd be no nice no thing.
1: that's um I'm always keen to um oh, new music i uh, particularly yeah. stuff from that, that particular area I, I think is really interesting to me so I'm definitely yeah check that.
4: yeah absolutely Le- Le- Leanne, Leanne's just had a baby and um, they're uh, so they're probably taking a bit of a hiatus. But right. if you ever needed a contact over here to play on West I've Coast, noted. that would be I've good because <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they they do some some amazing like shows, and they've got a very similar vibe. So I think you'd fit well together.
1: Uh, cool.
4: Oh, all right. So we are going to play. Um, we've got to be careful of time here because it's easier to just get carried yeah. away on various I tangents. Do.
1: I do. Um,
4: quite a lot. Even though yeah. what I'm thinking at this point is we'll do like a special podcast length version <laughs> and then we'll do a two hour radio show version. It's just, just me going from topic to topic <laughs> and it's not staying on track. No, no, this is cool. This is how it should be. <laughs> so um, when's your next show? When's Sub Theory's next show? Not that folks over here are going to be able to probably see it but um, um maybe live live year? stream
1: <laughs> you know what? that's not a bad idea so i think for me it's not going to be till next year um because we're kind of in um uh well writing and getting that damn album finished because that's going to be um going to be the death of me if i don't get it
4: done um, Yeah, i just
1: want to get it done right wrapped up so for me we'll probably head back out um end of january start of yeah. february um Got a couple of things we're sort of um, trying to nail down. So it's not actually booked yet, but there's a couple of shows. Album Relics as well? Absolutely, yeah. 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 So there's a a venue in Oxford I've never played, which I really, really want to. And I've played in every venue in in Oxford at some point. Um, So I'm really trying to nail that down because I really want to play there. Um, Mm -hmm. Just to say, just to tick off the list I've done it. Yeah. (laughs) um, I want to head back to Bristol as well because Bristol is um, probably one of my top three cities in in the world I think that's one of my favourite cities Um,
4: it's quite a hive for for the type of music you guys are playing uh, absolutely
1: absolutely and you know you can sort of really feel it when you go there it's a very musical city Um, yeah apart from Massive Attack apart from Porter's Head you've got kind of um, a lot of the dub scene Smith and Mighty you've got um, oh god could going back Fresh 4 you've got uh, Tricky obviously part of
4: yeah yeah
1: you've got Joker all these kind of you know, people that I've absolutely loved and admired, they all come from that that, that place. So
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, always love playing there. Um and then obviously. How far yeah, is so, it from where you are in, in Whitney? An hour. That's that, not too bad. Okay, then, cool. yeah, It's it's really it's probably yeah. It's part partly why it's my favourite city. It's so easy to get to.
4: Yeah, but, yeah.
0: Hey, this is Charlie or Charlie Black If You Nasty from Black Girl Joy. Thursdays at noon, and you're listening to BFF.fm.
4: So, the band is just so we know, we've got Kate W. I hope yeah. I'm yeah. saying her name right. She's on vocals. We've got George Lambourne on bass and Pat yeah. Scott on lead guitar. How yeah. did, and sorry if we've already covered this, but how did you okay. guys meet in the beginning? Like how did um, so, Kate asked me to
1: um, do some technical stuff. She's, she was releasing an, an EP off her own. Back. Um it's a little bit folky, kind of that sort of um thing. And she was some sort of technical help. So I, I did a bunch of stuff for her, sort of tied a few things up um and helped her to do that. And then I sort of said, Oh, I've got this, these songs that I've I've got. I feel that they really could do with a vocal on. They, they that's what they felt like to me.
4: Nice.
1: Just have a look, see what you think, see if you can write anything. She was like, Oh. And she's the one that said it she said i'm getting Portishead vibes from from this one (laughs) uh so she wrote this thing and sent it immediately back i was like well that's exactly what i was i was after yeah
5: yeah.
1: um so we write and we wrote very quickly very like loads of songs um some of them survived some of them are still sort of um (laughs) you know that they're probably never going to see the light of day because then you can tell they're kind of works in progress we never can't finish them um but quite a few of them are actually going to be on the album, but we're just going to, we're going to get to the point where we actually finish them. Um, and then uh, we sort of play live. So it was just me and Kate for quite a long time. Um, and then we like, you know what? We could do this a bit more. The problem is if it's just me and I've got, I play all the instruments, um, I play synth and, and whatnot. And
4: a lot live. Of too, yeah.
1: And I mean, Kate does vocals. It's, it's okay, but it's just, it sort of, it, you don't, Quite get the same bookings because people go, it's just a guy with a laptop and a keyboard, it's not super interesting, right? <laughs> Sounds so great, not... all <laughs> oh, right, right. all the rage <laughs> at the
4: moment as well, right? Like well, that's the thing.
1: But then we're like, okay, if you suddenly put a guitar there,
4: yeah, a
1: bass there, suddenly people go, we got loads more bookings that way, morph into, into, like, yeah. We're like, that's a proper band now, mm-hmm. so that's how it was. I still, we still have conversation because. Because Kate is like, Oh, we need you should have a drummer. I was like, you oh, know what? No, I do the drums. That's my, that's one of the things I'm always doing. Yeah. yeah. Do. I do them electronically. That's my thing.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so that's I think always gonna be like that. Um
4: Do you have sure, the pad? Say. Do you do the pad or do you I have do, it all pre? Yeah. I, so
1: I have it all I have it all um, I mean I, I don't know, I don't want to get too super nerdy about it, but I have it all all the tracks that's broken great. into into different parts.
4: Yeah. And I kind of
1: I kind of remix them on the fly and I play stuff live and I play pads and yeah so it's kind of it's a, it's a lot of work, but I quite enjoy it because it doesn't feel like work um, yeah but and then obviously I'm, I' we add an element we take the bass out so I don't play the bass stuff because that's what George does now you know we've got some lead guitar on there and some rhythm guitar and stuff which Pat does uh, so I don't need to do anything like that. so it's kind of gradually eroding the bits I do and I've sort of said if we can get more people on you know and I can be off stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, that... just play behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But not the drums. I'm going to keep the drums. That's all I'm
4: <laughs> I once saw Cat Power at Outside Lands here in oh, San yeah. Francisco, well, in the Bay Area, and she never came on stage. She just literally sang the whole show from really? behind the curtain. Yeah. I think she was going through a rough, rough patch at oh, the time. Oh, okay. Right. She was back in like 2010, 2011. Right, She's come out yeah. of that now. Actually, she's doing a show here. Sorry, I'm going off on my own tangent okay. now. She's doing a show here. She's doing Bob Dylan covers Really? at the Herbs Theatre in San Francisco. Yeah, we're to try and go in March next year with my wife. It'd be a fun. Is, is, are, you, are you a Dylan fan? Or? I'm quite a big Dylan fan. I mean, I, funny enough, I like Dylan's songs when they're covered by others, I think, more.
1: <laughs> no, I, I, that's a little bit where I am with it. I, I love his songs. Yeah. I think he's massively talented. It's fantastic. Yeah, I mean it's incredible. Um, isn't it? but I tend to like people other people's versions of his especially songs now, I think.
4: I mean he's right. older stuff. I need to I, I one day maybe I'll have time to go through his whole back catalogue. Right. But I mean he's got a ton of songs and he's still going, right? He's still still doing his thing. Can you imagine Crazy. that backlash? Can you imagine being there when that backlash happened when he went eleven? Yeah. Unbelievable, yeah.
1: Crazy Weird, town. Yeah. yeah. People, like yeah, breaking lost boundaries. Their minds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it's funny because you think these are folky people. They shouldn't be like all violent and agitated, but they got really upset by it.
4: (laughs) Crazy. All right, so let's get your next uh, original one on. This is uh, Kamas and Sartre, am I saying? Uh, Is this a play on words?
1: No, it's it's Camus and Sartre. Thank you. um, Thanks for saving me. uh, Albert Albert Camus and Jean-Paul Sartre, the two uh, uh, Ah. philosophers. So, this was a little bit of a. So, we, we did a football song. This is our sort of not football song, but it is a football song. Um, if you remember back in last year, back in the last year, there was the World Cup. Um,
4: yeah. At yeah, sort of, like Christmas time. As, weird, as you right?
1: do. It's weird. <laughs> so, so we did this as a bit of a. Um, it, it's like a football song, but it's not a football song because it's not like a novelty. It's like we wanted to write a song about two, about rival out. Um, I guess, football as a uh, way of expressing um, emotion. Um, two rivalries, so Albert Camus and Jean-Paul Sartre, are both philosophers, friends at one point, became sort of rivals and enemies, fell out a little bit. Um, both, have, both, by the way, absolutely love football. So that's a kind of a weird, that's why we sort of did it, because they both, what, I forget, I think it's Camus that said, Everything he learned about life, he learned from the game of football. Wow. Uh, really? Uh, he, he was a goalkeeper. I and I think Sartre was, um, I want to say he was a left back. <laughs> but I'm not entirely sure about that. <laughs> but he loved football anyway. So, um, so it, was a, it was a little bit like that. It was a bit like, um, yeah, just trying to sing, write a song about football that's not really about football, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, and it's got a little bit of a at the end where we jokingly sort of did a little crowd chant thing it's a little bit sort of um, self-deprecating, a bit and a bit kind of. Oh, like sounds like
4: a, of... It sounds like a very different song from what you've done more recently, yes. right? It's an older, yeah. We said like yeah. last year. Nice. And you're are you an avid supporter of Whitney FC? Is this do you go and get <laughs> to go to see anymore. them? They don't We're, exist. Oh, that's... No. So
1: funny enough, they're starting up again, and we've become the official band of them already. Fantastic.
4: What? Well, so you've so, got you're on their shirts. We will be when they exist. They oh, don't that's... exist yeah. at the moment. So.
1: <laughs> But apparently that's that's the plan. um Exciting. They are trying to re- restart. It's been, they had a long history of a of, of club being there, and they folded about ten years ago. And they're trying to restart it now. And they're like, they approached us and said, "We really love you. Will you be our official band?" I was like, "Yeah, really." What, what does that mean? We're like, we don't really know.
4: So yeah, just that you're going to be part of the whole. Yeah. You can yeah. do like the coming on the pitch, like you exactly know, down yeah. track and stuff like that. Nice. Yeah cool all right let's get the, this on then another tangent but we will get back to it the camera can you say the name again just to make uh, sure Camo and sartre thank you sir <laughs> this is by the sub theory enjoy this an original song by them And paved the way where the hot shots play On the greatest stage, leaving all amazed With their mazy runs and the top dogs stay Till their days are done We're struck with a World Cup fever We fall in love, even non-believers We become the dreamers,
1: the force behind Our team's achievers, for the fortune side, Let's try to find peace and sweet harmony We'd much rather be all ourselves and free We all king to fall we all got our goals Give England the cheer as history unfolds <laughs>
4: I like the uh, the the chanting there in the in the song, good stuff. So you're saying we should go and watch the video as well for this. Yeah, we get to see um, you guys playing playing soccer,
1: soccer. Yes, playing soccer. Yeah, yeah, Uh, to a a standard of sorts. Yeah,
4: uh,
1: (laughs) it's freezing as well. That's what it was. I think we filmed it in
4: mid November, most popular time to play football in the UK. Yeah. slipping over everywhere stuff like that cool i, I started uh my soccer career um in, in sunday league
1: well, um, gone and sunday you know league. playing
4: a rainy sunday mornings yeah. but those hungover. i mean those were yeah those for well, those yeah you kind of crossed that the, yeah. when i first started playing the hungover wasn't a thing right. and then in my in my later teens that definitely was because in, in in the yeah. uk you know 18 and all that sort of stuff and then it was harder to play
1: <laughs> and I always found so, so, Sunday League is just brutal challenge it's after brutal challenges, like you, I mean yeah, oh, it's, yeah. Uh, it's a bad thing. I don't know that's why you played no I, no,
4: no like, yeah I mean I played in Essex and it was uh, oh, right, yeah. So it's, it's, it's
1: just people slapping <laughs> into each other it's like okay
4: getting all their anger out from the night right, before right. or the week before or whatever yeah one of my favourite things
1: was the standard refereeing wasn't very good so you get <laughs> referees that would play for like 82 minutes and blow up and you're like well that's not full game yeah and they're like well I didn't you know I've, I gotta, I get, I gotta get back for my lunch mate yeah, I gotta get back or I gotta leave or whatever <laughs> or you, you get the linesmen um who are basically from the home team of
4: supporters yeah right
1: yeah, right. so they're
4: like giving you like
1: you score a good goal then offside you're like
4: <laughs> come on come on <laughs> this is Sunday league everybody I could do a whole show on that one day yes. I think all right. So before we say our goodbyes, uh, we're going to we're going to do make sure we play two more of your songs. We also got the Desert Island Discs. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just actually let's do the Desert Island Discs first and then we'll talk about okay. how we follow um, the sub theory on the, on the interwebs. Ooh. So your final songs from your Desert Island Discs, a song from Introducing, uh, DJ Shadow, Midnight in a Perfect World. And then Guns of Brixton, the Guns of Brixton. I keep getting to say the, 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 today, uh, from London Calling uh, by The Clash. Tell us about yes. these ones, Andy.
1: Uh, so, first of all, DJ Shadow was, um, it was massively. Um, so, I came across that. Um, I don't know if you remember that in, used to have record listening booths in shops. Yeah. I saw the same I mean, DJ Shadow on Mo Wax. I mean, no new Mo Wax because James Lavelle's from Oxford. So, it was obviously, um used to run a night here and, but I'd never heard of DJ Shadow. And I was like, oh, who's this? Did not even know he's from um like the Bay Area as well.
4: Yeah, so, yeah, Sacramento, I think.
1: Yeah. So it was completely sort of unknown. I put it put it on and it was just this amazing. It's basically the album that I've always wanted to make. So that was Fantastic, introducing. It? Yeah. I'm like, this is incredible. Um the clash, I think for me, I came very late to the clash. I didn't really I didn't really know much about them when I was sort of growing up. Um but then it, was, it felt weird that i didn't because i was influenced by lots of bands that, that were influenced by the clash so i sort of went back and, and listened and i remember hearing this for the first time and going but that bass line and the drums obviously sampled by um norman cook fat boy slim for his yeah. that'd be good uh to me and i went oh i recognize that and but but forget that for a second. This is a much better song. <laughs> and then I sort of dug, dug loads more back into the Clash and things like um, uh, "The Straight to Hell," which also used was also sampled by MIA on "Paper Planes." And you're sort of digging into this, going, "This I can see where they had a direct influence on so many musicians um, that I didn't even wasn't even aware of this." Yeah. And I think it's just for me, it was it fit it fitted into that category of this is my angry sort of righteous music i love sort of that idea that people are really passionate you can hear it in the vocal of this of this um track he's just very very angry but channeling it um to sort of to inspire you a little bit i think
4: yeah yeah do you still have um a lot any records you know like do you have do you still collect records like just okay. of your favorite no. you don't you no. just stick to the the digital side of things now
1: yeah it's weirdly i've still got loads of cds but i don't even know the cd player. players so i've still got them. yeah yeah um, i'm trying to sell mine I've, I've got so many but the, <clears> the, i think the, because the, for me records are always more collectible so they're the things that went first um, yeah because you know people wanted them cds people are a bit like you know yeah it feels yeah, a lot, feels, bit, yeah. pay for money for a cd now feels a bit weird um so i've still got lots of stuff. great drinks coasters now well, yeah, yeah, you know, you know what? They, 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 here's the thing I want to challenge, because when they came out, I seem to remember people saying, they're indestructible, right? They will last forever. Go back and play some original CDs and see if they play. Scratched, yeah. They don't, they the, don't play. The, the,
4: the disc itself is indestructible, but you can't right, play the music no. after you destroy right.
1: it. <laughs> right. And it, you remember, if you ever got those, you remember you used to burn CDs as well. Yeah, all the time. I never told you that the dye actually eventually wears off. So it doesn't,
4: wow. yeah no, it starts, i didn't know it that. suddenly
1: starts jumping
4: yeah okay, great we were, we were missold yeah but now i mean it's changed so much now isn't it? i mean yeah. like i was gonna i know i'm going off on a bit of a tangent here but like in terms of your music
6: mm-hmm. like
4: how do people buy your music now is it or is it just the shows that you're mostly kind of like you know making the longer? um
1: i'm sort of taking a, a, a view that um for me I appreciate obviously firstly, everybody that checks it out and listens to it. That's 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 it's about options. Right. So if if somebody wants to go and listen on Spotify, great. If they want to go listen to Amazon tidal, or whatever. Great. Happy. Very happy for that. If you'd like it, you know, that's a really help, um, really helps that aspect of it. But I sort of see it as a bit of a, a bit like radio, old school radio, Spotify and places like that. Yeah. Streaming is a bit like a radio station for me. Yeah. Um, so accessible. I'm not really, not really expecting, you know, it's never really about money anyway, but I've never really expected to make very much money from that. Bandcamp, obviously, people can buy it. Um, You're if, on
4: Bandcamp as well. So
1: Yes, it's the subtheory at .bandcamp.com. Okay, cool. Um, that is, but it's again, it's like, uh, it's, for me, it's two different things because some people tend to buy, it, I think, to support. Um, I don't know if it's as collectible because it's not a, a physical thing. People mm-hmm. like that. Um, so they sort of tend to buy it to support. Um, So, yeah, it's really about – for me, it's always about playing bigger shows. So I want lots of streams on Spotify because then that's where you get people go, oh, let's book in for a big show. That's, for me, that's the payoff for it because then I get to go and play it live somewhere. Yeah. Um, But, again, for me, it's about options. So if anyone wants to support it, we're on Spotify and, and et cetera, and we're on Bandcamp if they want to support it even more. Um, and I just really appreciate, because there's so much competition, right? There's, there's mm-hmm. it, it's never been a time when there's more accessibility to music. Um, it's hard to
4: complain about that yeah. part, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I think for me, it's a bit, um, it's great. You have to, you embrace it because you're getting to reach people all over the world now where you probably wouldn't before, because you've got to right. have a physical product to sell. So you'd have to print singles up, or whatever, and send them out and hope that somebody would buy them so for me you reach the reach is much more and that's really satisfying when you see it because it's funny if you see like where your plays go and you go oh so and so like you, you don't know who it is but these bunch of people in uh Colombia are listening to this yeah people in um uh i've got loads of listeners in like in the in the start in afghanistan and, and uzbekistan for some reason i don't know why Loads of players around there, and I was like, it's really intriguing. Like, how did they? For me, it's interesting. How did yeah, they get no, that? Like,
4: Brilliant, isn't it? Funnest, you can even see it? it on your on your streaming stats and stuff a lot of the right. time now, can't you? Which is yeah, cool.
1: yeah. And the really key, the cool thing for me is when you see the Shazams actual Shazam Shazams. You know, the the when people hold it up, yeah, And see them all over. And you're like, where were you listening? What was <laughs> 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 where was it playing that you Shazammed it there? You know, it's really yeah. I find
4: that fascinating. I really no, love that's it. really cool. Yeah. So you, your, do you know what your top five uh, regions are on? Um, well, let's just do Spotify just for the sake of argument. Oh, so, so on
1: Spotify it is the US first, then it's yeah. uh, the UK. Um,
4: can we just uh, no? I mean, you've got joint, you've got joint listenership in Helsinki, Helsinki, in, yeah, in Helsinki. Finland, uh, Paris, France, and Frankfurt, Germany, Frankfurt, and then GB are way down the list. You've got GB GB. For some reason, it says Poplar and oh, um, right! Yeah, that's, that's that down. Yeah, I tell you
1: where that is because that's probably where a lot of the internet gets routed through.
4: Oh, so it could, I see. It could be yeah, many yeah. different places
1: around there because popular is so obviously. It doesn't, in,
4: yeah, it's not popular. necessarily.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but that'd be amazing because you're like, oh, if, if everybody's in there, we'll book a show there, and then nobody yeah. turns up because it's not. It's <laughs> it's not IP address. Right.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> cool. Well, we again we went off on a. Big tangent, yes. and we were teeing up these two amazing songs. So let's get back to these. These are DJ Shadow and Midnight in a Perfect World. Must have been difficult choosing a particular song from that. Album. Uh, yes. Yeah. And uh, the Guns of Brixton from the Clash and London Calling. Cool. Good stuff. Thanks, man. Community. Community. Community radio. Community. Community. Community radio. Community. Community. Community radio. Community, 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 radio.
2: community radio for the San Francisco music scene.
1: Bff.fm best
4: frequencies forever
6: insight foresight more sight the clock on the wall reads a border past spirit
4: classics there midnight in a perfect world I feel like midnight in a perfect world is that the one that kicks off the album because that, um, that's just such a recognizable theme
1: it's high up
4: on the track list yeah.
1: It's the um it's the first one I mean it's so chilled it's like a proper yes, melody nice, that um you just drip, literally describes midnight in a perfect world right like yeah world. yeah one <laughs> an album yeah. and
4: then uh obviously the clash one I didn't know um fat Boy slim did a a remix, remix of it. That's pretty cool. Right, so
1: you, you know, um group beats international. Did you yeah, know? yeah. Did yeah. You get to me, so he did. He took that just the opening, the drums and the bass.
5: Yeah,
1: yeah. So nice. loads of people didn't know that's the Clash for a long time. And yeah, like, I didn't know like that for a long time, and then I heard it. I went, wait, that's where it's from. Like it's fabulous.
4: Yeah. Cool. All right. So we are getting to the end of the show. It's been an absolute joy just chatting to you on this Thank you very Sunday welcome. morning. Morning. Um, (laughs) If it it could be Sunday morning again, I'll be. I'm. I'm Extended week. Well, we've got an interesting week coming up because it's uh, Thanksgiving this week. It is. Yes. uh, This this show goes out the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Um. So we've got. How do we follow the sub theory? What's the best ways to keep up with all your latest and greatest things, Andy?
1: Probably. Um. I'm a big Instagram user. Um. I love. Um. I love the sort of. The aesthetic of that so I do spend a lot of time sort of taking photos of things so it's not just music stuff it's things that capture my attention or so i don't want to get that thing where people just you're know, constantly selling something so for me yeah. it's about this is about
4: engagement for yeah. us right yeah.
1: this is this is what we represent it's it's very I don't know if you've seen it it's all black and white and yeah you know, um you know it's i it, am not a photographer but I try my best um so it's that's that's the sort of aesthetic I wanna I wanna present so that's probably the best place because that's where i do tend to post up a lot of stories um i do post stuff on tiktok but i don't really
4: i mean that's that's well great for the audience it. side of it?
1: Isn't it? <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. 15 second attention attention yeah, attention like, yeah. Okay, so, I'm, so i post <laughs> on it but i'm not as regularly
4: and these um, are all the sub theory so instagram is yes, the dot sub theory right or
1: sub theory i tell you why because i set up the sub theory locked could lock myself out of it and then it wouldn't let me have oh that's so sad I had, a, I had to put a dot into it oh that's sad. Uh, obviously on x and or what have you call it twitter yeah or twitter x, yeah whatever now, um threads
4: <laughs> yeah. the sub theory yeah. like most for the, the most part theory. right is the best way yeah, to find you guys and then yeah. Bankcamp. so Bankcamp fridays camp, yes. is Bankcamp fridays a thing in the uk as well right, it's all it, is. Camp, right? it is it yeah. is um
1: there's a lot of talk about whether it's a good or bad thing
4: um Oh, don't,
1: are they? yeah. Don't a lot of the artists oh, yeah. sort of complain that they see a massive drop off. They see a really big spike on the Friday and then see a drop off the rest of the time. I'm sort of the opinion that well, it evens out. They're going to if somebody's going to come and find you, that's a great place to come, mm-hmm. you know, and, and search you out. There is a few issues going on with Bandcamp at the moment in terms of ownership that they've just been bought out again twice in. I think a year or they're headquartered over here in oakland right right God, yeah. brilliant i've always had like, we were um we had one of our songs um featured on their new and notice nice they, they, they do
4: they do friday night shows here as well downtown oakland right. so another place a really cool company put yeah. on the put on the agenda for when you come yeah, I'll, here be here, I'll be there i'll be there i'll be there Got some great beers we'll, over here as well, Andy. Well I was gonna say we'll have to hang out if you uh, Yeah, uh, have hundred percent. Let's make it happen. Cool. Yeah.
1: Cool.
4: And so we're gonna finish the um show with two of your originals. Uh yeah. every day, the sub theory and life yeah. and time. Yeah. so every day was
1: the first um track the you other know, i said about uh, how we got together so that's the first track i sent to kate that she sent back so that these are
4: all available aren't they these are all yes these are all up, on, previously released, all up right?
1: on streaming and stuff all, uh, there's nothing that's unreleased there and it's kind of the tracks back in, in chronological order so a life and time is sort of just before pre kate got involved so it's um yeah. a, a guy called drew for the last years who is from connecticut um Oh, nice. And we sort of, we, we kind of met via the internet during lockdown. Really cool guys. Last check Also check out the last years. They're on um, Bandcamp, et cetera, as well. So a little bit shoegazy kind of. Um, yeah. <laughs> so he, he, I again, I just sent him a thing and he wrote the wrote a track to it and we sort of did it completely remotely. So that was the first time I've really properly done that for somebody. Nice. It's quite interesting, so. Yeah. So that's what I thought I track back in, in order. Thank
4: you, sir. Yeah, thanks for taking on this musical journey. No, yeah, no, thank you. Uh, it's thanks for been having a me. Joy. Happy holidays as well. Thank I you. Hope you. Enjoy your, your Christmas and all that jazz. You too. And um, yeah, honestly, it's been an absolute joy. I'm really looking forward to the BFS so listeners doing their thing.
1: Is this yeah. going out before or after Thanksgiving, you say?
4: This is going out the Sunday after Thanksgiving.
1: Okay, so I just want to say thanks uh, and happy Thanksgiving to all your listeners. I hope you had a great time. And <laughs> Lots enjoy of food. The, we're all, we're the all the in sleep Comer's, right? <laughs> <All> right <laughs> yeah, we're right. all in the food
4: comas, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the day before Cyber Monday. <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, the, the nightmare. Um, I, uh, just really quick, so I, I, I've spent the Thanksgiving in New Mexico once, and I nice. honestly, I've never seen so much food in my life. I, it's, I was, yeah. yeah, it's a marathon. I'm a little bit jealous.
4: Yeah, no, it's going to be fun. I'm making a turkey this year. I'm very excited to be making. Well, I made it on Thursday. It went very well. Right. Didn't burn the house down really tasty right, right. Um, but yeah no it's it's always nice to dive in i'm actually doing it as practice for the the christmas right. for being with family because right. i'm coming back to the uk at oh, christmas okay. so i'm doing like a dry run and right. f- hopefully friends won't notice it's a dry run that i'm making right. it for and then at least i'm in kind of you know tip-top shape for making it it's a christmas nice. again.
1: <laughs> get, get, your, get your practice in I <laughs>
4: cool all right let's play these out sure. then we've got every day the sub theory and life and time by the sub theory also featuring the last years from connecticut exciting stuff thank you so much for your time andy no thank yeah.
1: you alice thanks good everyone. stuff man